You are now tuned in to the Prayer is Breathing podcast. My name is Latoya. I want to thank you so much for listening to this episode. I want to remind you that 2020 is not over. There are days left in this year and God is not limited to a calendar, but he wants to do something great and awesome in your life. And so even when it looks like things are dried up, you have to trust that God will lead you. God will guide you. He will not forsake you. So I want to read to you a passage in first Kings chapter 17, and this is Elijah. And Elijah was in a really, really tough spot. And sometimes it can look like things are dried up. Things can look completely hopeless, but if you listen to the voice of God and you obey the voice of God, then you will come into what God has in store for you. So first Kings chapter 17, and we'll start with verse two. Then the word of the Lord came to him saying, get away from here and turn eastward and hide by the brook Cherith, which flows into the Jordan. And it will be that you shall drink from the brook and I have commanded the ravens to feed you there. So he went and did according to the word of the Lord, for he went and stayed by the brook Cherith, which flows into the Jordan. Verse six, then the ravens, the ravens brought him bread and meat in the morning and bread and meat in the evening. And he drank from the brook. And it happened after a while that the brook dried up because there had been no rain in the land. Now, this is so good because God made provision for Elijah. He provided the brook. He also allowed ravens to feed him. And we know that, you know, that's not really the nature of ravens, but God did something supernatural where he caused there to be a brook and he caused ravens to come and feed Elijah. But there came a point where even the brook dried up. And sometimes we can get so frustrated because we're used to God moving one way. We're used to God doing something or providing for us. And we can begin to limit the Lord and put him into a box and think that God is always going to use the brook. He's always going to use the raven, but God does not want us to become comfortable. And so there are certain things in your life that may have dried up. And that's because God may be trying to bring you into a new level, into a new space, into a new season. And so you don't have to be afraid or frustrated when things dry up. You just have to listen to God's voice. You have to be able to move with God and to flow with the Holy Spirit and to truly walk in obedience. And so verse seven, again, we're in first Kings chapter 17, verse seven. And it happened after a while that the brook dried up because there had been no rain in the land. Then the word of the Lord came to him saying, arise, go to Zarephath, which belongs to Sidon and dwell there. See, I have commanded a widow there to provide for you. I love the fact that God is not one dimensional. God is so multifaceted and God can do amazing things. And so the thing about God is that he not only knows the beginning, but he knows the end. And God already made provision for Elijah. Elijah just had to obey the word of the Lord. So I want to encourage you that God has already made provision for you, but you have to operate in a level and a place of obedience before the Lord, because God spoke to Elijah here. But if Elijah did not move, 
who knows what would have happened because there was no more um, water in that brook. And the ravens, um, of course, would have stopped feeding him because God was taking him to a different place. Now, you may know the story about the widow, but we're going to walk through it. And there's certain things that I want to point out to you, because in the time where God allowed the brook to to provide for Elijah and the raven. That was the season really where it was him and the Lord. But then God wanted to move him to a place where it was no longer about him. Do you know that God will shake you up? God will interrupt your life because he has people that are waiting for you. He has people that he wants to bring you before. He has something that he wants to accomplish in the earth. And this is why obedience is so important because you never know what or who is on the other side of your obedience. And so in this case with Elijah, it was a widow, it was a woman who had gone through some level of suffering and pain and God wanted Elijah to go to her to provide hope and strength. And so let's walk through this verse 10. So he arose and went to Zarephath. And when he came to the gate of the city, indeed, a widow was there gathering sticks. And he called to her and said, please bring me a little water in a cup that I may drink. I love that the Lord speaks and he shows Elijah ahead of time that he has a widow. He says, I have commanded a widow there to provide for you. Now, God is sure to keep his word. God will always keep his promises. When he speaks a word, you can take that to the bank. You can know that God will fulfill what he has spoken. And so God told Elijah, I've commanded a widow to be there to provide for you. And the moment Elijah gets there, it says what? Verse 10, indeed, a widow was there gathering sticks. So indeed, God will surely fulfill his word and his promises to you. All right, it says, and he called to her and said, please bring me a little water in a cup that I may drink. And as she was going to get it, he called to her and said, please bring me a morsel of bread in your hand. So she said, as the Lord your God lives, I do not have bread, only a handful of flour in a bin and a little oil in a jar. And see, I am gathering a couple of sticks that I may go in and prepare it for myself and my son that we may eat it and die. So you want to talk about a widow. She's already in a place of suffering and now she has very little hope left. She has a plan and her plan is very much in despair and she feels like it is over. I want to encourage you that even sometimes when it looks like it's over, when it looks like something is dying, when it looks like something is dead, the resurrection power of the Holy Spirit, the supernatural sovereignty of God, God knows exactly what he's doing. And it's not always over. God can move even in this year of 2020. God can do so many things. So do not limit God to just your own um, expectations, but think bigger, dream bigger, begin to speak to certain things and command life. And so this is um, so good. This story is so good because Elijah was also in a place where the first thing he says to her is, can you get me some water? So it seems like he had this level of desperation as well, because the brook where he was dried up. And so we need to obey the voice of God, because there are things that we need that we can only get from obedience. And there are things that other people need and their obedience, your obedience will bless them as well. 
And so this weekend, I was so blessed to go to a conference out of town in Raleigh. And it was truly life changing and just completely transformed my life. And all I could do sometimes is think about the goodness of God and then think about the people that obeyed the voice of the Lord. And I am a product of their obedience, the the transformation and all the things that took place. I'm grateful for their obedience to the Holy Spirit, because sometimes we don't know what we're missing due to people or even sometimes ourselves that have disobeyed what God is was calling them to do or is calling us to do. And so I don't know what would have happened to this widow if Elijah decided not to get up and go to her. And so let's just continue to read. And then verse 13, and Elijah said to her, do not fear, go and do as you have said, but make me a small cake from it first and bring it to me. And afterward, make some for yourself and for your son. For thus says the Lord God of Israel, the bin of flour shall not be used up, nor shall the jar of oil run dry until the day the Lord sends rain on the earth. My God in heaven, this is so good to me. So good because this widow already had calculated it is over. It is finished. This is my last meal. I I would have to think that she was someone of excellence because she didn't just run out. She had a calculated plan and she knew that this would be the last meal for her and her son. But do you know that when God speaks a word, when God speaks supernaturally, things in the natural have to respond. And so Elijah had the word of the Lord and spoke and said that, no, this flower is not going to run out. I don't care how it looks. I don't care how much you have calculated in your head and all the logic. When the word of the Lord comes, the word of the Lord will disrupt your own plans and your own logic. And God will cause the supernatural to shake up everything in the natural. So the voice of the Lord is so powerful. And so Elijah, as a prophet of God, he declares the word of God and he speaks into her very situation and he just encourages her, but he speaks in such a powerful way and delivers the word of the Lord. And so we have to be in a place this year where we say, God, I know what's going on around me. I know the things that are in front of me. I know that it looks like things are dried up, but what is your word for me? What is your word for my life in this season? What are you saying? Because even in the midst of famine, even in the midst of drought, we can hold on to the word of the Lord. And when God speaks, everything has to shift. Everything has to change. And so we need to hear from God. And so, all right, let's get back to this. And so in verse 15, so she went away and did according to the word of Elijah and she and he and her household ate for many days. Listen, radical obedience, because you don't mess with a mama and her son. And this lady was already a widow, but for some supernatural reason, she respected the prophet. She understood the word of God and she didn't just take it as this man. It really was the word of the Lord. And so she went away and did according to the word of Elijah and she and he and her household ate for many days. It says the bin of flour was not used up, nor did the jar of oil run dry according to what the word of the Lord. 
which he spoke by Elijah. Do you know that God can speak his word even through um, um, men and women, even through flesh and blood? And so the word of the Lord was spoken by Elijah and the word of the Lord had to come to pass. It had to, even when it looked like everything was impossible, how on earth could that jar of oil not run dry? only by the power of God. And so it's so important that we understand that God has the ability to speak a word, even when it looks impossible. And if we act on that word, if we walk in obedience, we will see the hand of God. We will see the power of God, even in this year, for whatever reason, God likes to show up when things look impossible because he gets the glory. And so even when things seem completely hopeless, you have to still obey what God is telling you to do because you never know how the outcome or end is going to be. And so in Elijah's obedience, it really saved his life and also the life of this widow. And I don't know the climate of everything else that was going on, but we know it had not rained. And so I'm sure it was just a state of despair for everybody. But God caused that widow to be blessed and he caused Elijah to be blessed and they had to simply obey what God was saying. And so one of my favorite verses is John chapter 11, verse 40. And this talks about just when we have faith, when we are believing God. And so in this time, of course, this is the time where Lazarus had died. And so of course, Mary and Martha, they're weeping. And I'm just going to go back a few verses. So John chapter 11, verse 32. Then when Mary came where Jesus was and saw him, she fell down at his feet saying to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Therefore, when Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who came with her weeping, he groaned in the spirit and was troubled. And he said, where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see. Verse 35, Jesus wept. Then the Jews said, see how he loved him. And some of them said, could not this man who opened the eyes of the blind also have kept this man from dying? Then Jesus again, groaning in himself, came to the tomb. It was a cave and a stone laid against it. Jesus said, take away the stone. Martha, the sister of him who was dead, said to him, Lord, by this time there is a stench for he has been dead for days. In other words, this is completely impossible. You know, it wasn't like Jesus showed up a couple of hours afterward or, you know, even one day or two days. It was four days. And she said his body is smelling. There's a stench. But do you know that God has the final say? It is not over. And so verse 40 is one of my favorite verses. Jesus said to her, did I not say to you that if you would believe, you would see the glory of God? If you would believe, you would see the glory of God. So I wanted to say a prayer. I'm going to close right there. Such a powerful passage. But God, I just pray right now that you will open the eyes of our understanding. Show us, God, who you are. God, I pray against every spirit of doubt, every spirit of unbelief. I bind the hands of the enemy. God, and I pray, Lord, I thank you for your resurrection power. I thank you that this year is not over, that God, you can do the impossible. And I pray that you will stir up the gift of faith 
on the inside of us that we would hold on to your word and we will declare, I believe, therefore I will see the glory of God. So in response to that question, God, we believe that we will see your glory, that we will see your power, that you will do what seems to be impossible because with you, all things are possible. So I pray for those that are going through a very trying or very frustrating time, even like Elijah, the brook had dried up and he was just in a place of despair, truly with no water, but God, you were moving already and you had already made provision for him. And so God, I thank you. And I pray that you will help us to understand that you have already gone before us and you made provision for us. And all we have to do is walk in faith and walk by faith and not by sight. And our faith will cause us to be obedient because faith without works is dead. So thank you, Father, for resurrection life. Thank you for whatever it is that you want to do, even in these um, next coming weeks in 2020. God, we love you. We bless you. We honor you in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to check us out at uh, Prayers Breathing on Instagram. I also want to thank each and every person that joined us at some point in time last week for our 5 a.m. prayers. Um, and so that was last week. Stay tuned for when we do some more. And also, if you have any prayer requests, you can send those to prayersbreathing at gmail.com. God bless you. God keep you walking victory. Let's continue to believe God. Thanks again for listening. Have an awesome week.